Hello everyone and welcome to the Deeper Than Blue e-commerce's podcast series. I'm Steve and I'm here today with Craig, our in-house e-commerce specialist. Hi Craig. Hello. Uh, and I'm also here with Mark Howes from Big Commerce, a leading SaaS e-commerce platform and trusted DTB partner. Hello Mark. Hello Steve. Morning. Morning Craig. Morning. Uh, okay, so in today's episode, guys, we're going to be talk tackling the question of scalability. So without further ado, Mark, can you explain what is meant by scalable within the e-commerce environment? Certainly. Thanks, Steve. So scalable within e-commerce is really talking about the attribute that describes uh, platform's ability to meet increased demand across its platform, its processes, its network, the software, and for it to do so automatically without anyone having to take a look. Yeah, thanks, Mark. It's a good definition there, scalable. And I like to simplify things by by thinking of it like an elastic band. So you stretch the elastic band out is effectively you scaling up with with demand and it stretches out as far as it needs to go. And then when the demand drops off, you know, you, you let go of the elastic band, it just sort of pings back to, to the size it needs to be. Yeah, that, that's a great analogy. I mean, the only bit that I would add to that is from a big commerce perspective. Imagine that that elastic band has been built with some super NASA material that means it doesn't snap. <laughs> so what we can do is we continue to grow and to grow and to grow. And because of our partnerships with people like the Google Cloud platform, actually our infrastructure is at a point now where it's so technically architected, um, it, it will just continue to serve our merchants as they scale on the platform automatically. That's good, actually, because yeah, I've seen, um, you know, I think BigCommerce has been in the country now for well, a couple of years in, in the UK, but obviously in, in the West of the world, a very, very long time. Um, and I think the, the size of the merchants joining on to BigCommerce now is is definitely a, a good size, a good indicator of, of how it can scale. But I, I suppose, well, Mark, you've been in the industry, what now, 10 plus years? Um, yeah. What sort of example you got of of um where uh, scalability has become vital to to effectively the survival of a, of a business yeah that's that's a great question so if, if i go back a few years now in a former life and i used to uh, manage the commercials at an e-commerce agency um we used to have to start our stress testing for peak in about July. We'd have our technical teams running stress tests, making sure the infrastructure could scale beyond the previous year's peak because we were responsible for our customers' entire infrastructure. We, uh, we delivered it for them. And then what that meant is when it came to Thanksgiving Thursday, that evening, we had to have teams of people working so that when Black Friday deals dropped, we knew that the sites were, were running stably and that we we're dealing with all of the increased demand that were in place. We then had to repeat that on Boxing Day. I remember having to go into the office on Boxing Day with pizzas to feed the team in order for um, to pay back them for all of the hard work they were putting in for us. And fortunately, our platform that we hosted for them um, was always up. It, it never failed, which is great. But that was a lot of time and effort, especially for a 40-man agency, which we were. I can't help but think if all of that time and effort was now put into working on something like big commerce, where we wouldn't have had to have worried about it and that was just all directed into new revenue generating activities what we'd have been able to achieve for our customers yeah and i suppose it's fair to say as well at that point if you sort of say it's a significant amount of time and effort you know and as an agency we can appreciate what's what's involved with that um but more importantly from a customer's perspective time and effort from an agency translates to cost so yeah. it's it's a significant amount of of cost that they've got to put out there just to effectively hope that they're going to be able to get through the next peak. 
But saying that, what happens when these these peaks are like not expected? You know, we've had recent upturn in in ecom with with um, the, the the major pandemic that's going around the world at the moment. E-commerce is is, is effectively exploded in a really good way. Um, what happens in that scenario when you can't plan for it? When you've got three months, uh, you know, you haven't got three months to work about it, and what you're going to do? Yeah, a minute. <laughs> That's another great question. So I, I remember another story actually of a merchant last year. They were talking to me because their current on-premise solution um, couldn't deal with certain unexpected spikes in traffic. And what the cause of this was, was them putting products on their website. Essentially, they had a social influencer that once she saw that the product had become available again, on her Instagram story, she would post about it and her followers would flock to the website to try and purchase it. Now, no matter how much tin they threw at the website, they couldn't handle the volume that was being thrown at um, at the site and it would just fall over every single time. Now, the good news is for big commerce merchants is we're now at a point where we're so well architected technically um, that they don't have to worry about that. And Craig, the pandemic that you talk about is a great example of that. I mean, since e-commerce started taking off back at the start of March as a result of this pandemic. Our platform's not missed a beat. We've had virtually no downtime for months before the pandemic, actually. And that is, as you say, the ultimate stress test when this happens and you didn't even see it coming. Yeah, and it, I, I suppose that's that's the, the comfort piece, isn't it? I, when people have, have got the ability to do that, they haven't got a, you know, certainly a, a, this is a good example with, with COVID-19. It's it was fairly sudden you know you, you could almost predict it i suppose a, a few days in advance if you, you you really had that foresight but i don't think anyone yeah. quite expected it to to go to the level it has so far and I, we're sort of over the peak of it now and a lot of businesses have survived but i can't imagine having to drop tens of thousands of pounds to to beef up my infrastructure just to try and stay alive during something like this whereas like i said with SaaS, it'll just expand and with big commerce just kind of grows and, and does what it's supposed to do um with, with your super nasa elastic band uh, yeah exactly but <laughs> and you know, do you know as far as i know from uh, some research that was carried out by the bank of america uh, big commerce merchants are actually outpacing at a substantially higher rate in the aggregate the in industry average and what i mean by that is the bank of america's research i think showed that online transactions were up 25 percent as a result of covid I mean, the big commerce merchants were already at that pre-COVID. That that was our aggregated growth rate anyway. Since we've come into this crisis, while well, growth rates have been at 60% one week, 80% afterwards. Um, in April, in fact, I think we were at 80% on the average with many days over 100% in the aggregate. See, that's, you know, it's impressive figures, you know, like you said, even before the, the, the outbreak, you were up on the on the industry average anyway just based on the merchants on your platform and and that's not just going to be luck on the customers you got you know there's there's reasons behind that and it's it's capability of the offering um but just to sort of i suppose be devil's advocate on this one there's one of the other e-commerce providers out there who is also a SaaS provider um, who also claims to use a very similar if not some of the same technology as big commerce does that during uh, 2019 they had a, a massive outage uh, where actually the vast majority of their their merchants were offline for a number of hours and, and were literally unable to sell um, it was absolutely massive and unfortunately it wasn't a, a platform that we work with so none of our customers were affected um, but if they're using the same technology as, as big commerce why 
why didn't big commerce have the same problem? Yeah, I remember that incident very well. I think the reason why big commerce didn't suffer with the same problem, although we used the same cloud provider, is the way in which we've architected our solution on that cloud provider services. So what the cloud provider does is it provides you with access to um, computer resource essentially. And it's down to you to implement that in a way that works for your business and your merchants. The way we've done it is in such a way that means that we're not vulnerable to um, any droppage and availability um, as a result of that provider having problems. Um, and hats off to our technical team. I mean, they've done a sterling job in order to get our platform there. Um, and it's really one of the reasons why we believe our solution, both functionally and technically, is industry leading. No, that's good. I suppose a question then I got for you is, is how far do you really think we could push it? We've got our NASA Elastic Band. How many times can we wrap it around the world before it's going to snap? How far can we push big commerce? Well, I, I think the important point is that because we're software as a service, what that means is that you need to look at the whole. So when it comes to our platform, we've got over 65,000 merchants. So we've gone well beyond the point of critical mass now. Um, so that even if our biggest customer doubled in size overnight, um, I think their impacts on the whole would be like 1% or less. Um, and so when you consider that we always carry headroom for the entire platform, actually, we, we, we've got to the point now where um, we can truly handle peaks in traffic from merchants that are at massive scales. Um, I've got one customer that has a big sale day every year and they do about 40 or 50,000 50, transactions in a day. Yeah. And I mean, take that volume of transactions and times it by a, uh, a pretty good AOV. I mean, if you took that and you had an AOV of 200 pounds, I mean, you're talking about them taking 10 million pounds in one day's worth of trading. Um, and that could be repeatable across the platform for every merchant. Which is incredible numbers. You know, it's it's a lot of transactions there's a lot of money changing hands and with the stability you've got i mean i think i was reading one of your blogs uh, or one of the commerce's blogs recently that was saying about your uptime over over black friday for the last however many years it's been six 100%. years uh, six years there you go you've, you've not fallen over on black friday yeah. you've not fallen over during uh, during covid19 um you've got some incredible names uh on the big commerce platform both uh in the states and now coming on in the uk as well um you know household names that have been around for years but industry leaders if you like that haven't even made it wobble so I, for me i'm interested to see what happens next you know how how big can it go what's the where is or if ever are we going to get to the point where we're like okay this customer might be a challenge but, you know, from a, from a size and scale perspective, I, I don't see it anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, realistically, is anything infinitely scalable without touching it? I mean, no, <laughs> it's not. I mean, That's we have a, a team of experts sitting in the background that are making sure that we can cope with it. And one of the big differentiators of big commerce is how actively we get involved with our merchants. So um, if somebody decided to choose to work with big commerce and um, they were of significant scale. I mean, we would work with them to make sure the platform's easily going to scale to cope with them. Um, it, it's something that we, we take quite seriously is that we're entering into partnerships and that we want to make sure that um, we're able to provide our merchants with the, the best solution possible. Yeah, and I, another point as well worth worth bringing up there is, 
with the the way that big commerce is so scalable and the fact that it is from a merchant's perspective effortless um you know like i said you've got your guys in the background probably like ducks on water isn't it they're paddling their feet quite quickly but look perfectly calm um but uh you know when you're joining the platform um from a from a re-platform perspective you go and say from one provider to, to join big commerce i suppose with everything already there the this we've certainly noticed that anyway from an agency perspective the actual time to get someone launched on a store is minuscule compared with some of the other platforms if not half um you know it's, it's a matter of days and weeks sometimes rather than what's potentially months just to get up and running um, and i think that's that's significant in this case yeah definitely we we had one merchant uh in the us actually um they were migrating from an old version of a uh, on-premise solution to the new version of the on-premise solution uh, they were 80 percent through the budget and 20 percent through the build uh, that that's, that's the position they got to yeah and so what they did is they said you know what I had enough of this gonna go to big commerce instead they migrated over to us with a full next week integration in two weeks so that's that's quick you know you couldn't do that if you were having to provision your own infrastructure and and you know even if you tried rushing that through in some of the platforms you know you're not going to get that reliability and that scalability within two weeks it's, i just I'd, I'd put my hand on it and say I, I don't think that'd be possible not with uh with anything that isn't completely sas that's the challenges listen uh, listeners speak to deeper than blue about your two-week migration plan <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely Give us the challenge and we'll see how we can do. Yeah. But I reckon with Big Commerce, we've got a fair shout. Brilliant. Thank you guys. Great, great conversation there around scalability. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is NASA are now working out uh, space elastic. Uh, anyway, thank you, everybody, for, uh, thank you everybody for listening and, uh, and do tune in again next time to the Deep and Blue e-commerce soundbites.